Welcome to Spirit of Life's weekly podcast, Relevant Messages for Your Life. This week's message coming to you from John chapter 10. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. Beautiful words. What you maybe have never thought about when it comes to the Good Shepherd Psalm is this. How are all of those words possible? How does a shepherd lead sheep to do these good things? How does a shepherd bring sheep that don't want to follow all that well out of a land of a shadow of death into green pastures and water? Why do they follow it all? Both for real sheep and metaphorical sheep, as in Christians, the answer is the same. The shepherd has to know what the sheep need, and the sheep get to listen to his voice. Now, this week I'm preaching about John chapter 10, but to understand John chapter 10, you really have to understand John chapter 9. In John chapter 9, Jesus gives sight to a man who was born blind. And instead of rejoicing, the Pharisees, that uh, group of religious leaders in Jesus' day, came to ridicule the man who received the miracle and criticize the one who did the miracle, Jesus. The pastors of the Church of Israel were so out of touch with the people that they questioned Jesus and ridicule a guy who received a miracle. They did that because they were jealous, afraid of losing their positions, instead of caring about the sheep that they were supposed to. John chapter 10, then, is Jesus offering a comparison between himself and those false shepherds. And here's how he does that. There's a group of sheep. Picture them sitting next to a house or a small pen. One of the shepherds aren't really shepherds. They're thieves. Now, if someone wants to steal your pet from your house or your possessions, how would they do that? Well, they don't ring the doorbell. Instead, they sneak in through a window. They go through the downstairs patio door. Jesus says that's what the Pharisees were doing. Very truly, I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. They're luring the scared sheep away. Come with me. It'll be okay. But it's all a lie to get them away from God. Now, in contrast, if someone came to your house and you asked them to care for things, how would they do that? Well, they wouldn't have to sneak in. They would enter the front door using the key that you gave them. They would already know your pets in the house, and so they would know what treats to give them so they're not scared or upset. Compared to the lying shepherds jumping the gate, kidnapping the sheep, the good shepherd does this. He calls his sheep by name, leads them out. When he has brought out all of his own, he goes on ahead of them, and sheep follow him because they know his voice. The good shepherd, Jesus, plays no tricks. He does not enter through a side door or window. Instead, he goes through the gate because he knows the sheep. He doesn't drag them by the nape of their neck and steal them forcibly. Instead, he kindly moves out those who are too fearful to walk out of the pen. He guards, he leads, and why? Because the good shepherd is different. Why can he lead the sheep so well and the Pharisees fail? It's because Jesus actually knew the identity of the sheep, exactly what they would need, and he came into this world to know them. Now, the other day, I got to go on a field trip to the Grand Rapids Museum with third graders. We did a walking tour of downtown Grand Rapids, and while we were doing that, something cool happened, some nonverbal communication. Me and this other dad are walking with the kids, and we're watching them. And sometimes the dad that I was with would, would go in the front of the line to lead the kids on, and I would be in the back of the line 
to making sure, making sure that none of the stragglers got left behind. Sometimes we would stand on the side of the line of kids when we were downtown Grand Rapids, ready to take on a car or a bus that accidentally or on purpose jumped the curb. We didn't talk about it. We just knew where the sheep, the kids, needed us to be to keep them going to their destination. But you know, even with good shepherds that know the flock, sheep tend to not follow the one who knows them. There's many thieves out there, not just Pharisees, that try to steal us from the sheep pen. We the sheep follow so af- so easily after false shepherds in our world. There's a false shepherd known as despair. It jumps the gate of the sheep pen and gets into God's church, making us think that Jesus, our shepherd, has forgotten us in our struggles and that he does not love us. We often follow the lying shepherds of this world when we think Jesus isn't relevant to the culture that we have today. Sometimes we boldly run after thieving shepherd passions right into danger that destroys us because we don't want a shepherd who knows us and tells us where to walk. We would rather just lead ourselves. Jesus gives us a verse to talk about exactly what those good, those false shepherds are doing. Though they have a sweet and sultry voice, though it seems easier to follow them sometimes, Jesus says they're doing this, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. Sin, false teaching, passions, world, it all jumps the gate to steal us away from God. And they all share this common truth. Those false shepherds don't know us, they don't care for us, and they don't truly know what we need. But in that same verse, Jesus also says what the good shepherd does in contrast to that, not to steal and kill and destroy, but he says, I have come that they, my sheep, may have life and have it to the full. Jesus walks into our world to experience what it is like to be one of the sheep walking these streets, to know their failures, to know what they go through, to know how they feel, but he did it perfectly. Jesus walks into our world to lead us out of fear with his voice of protection. He knows you, the sheep, so well that he knows when to show you his law, only to follow it up with gospel love to encourage. He walks beside you to protect, in front of you to lead, behind you to encourage. Your shepherd knows exactly what you need, and the biggest thing that you ever needed was for him to know you, to be in a relationship with you, and love you. He knows your faults, your stresses, your cares, and how to lead you out of them to pastures green in heaven. An interesting thing about sheep and shepherds, friends, if you had a bunch of sheep in a sheep pen and you had three different shepherds walk up to those three different groups of sheep that belong to each of them and they try to call the sheep, the only sheep that would follow a given shepherd are the ones that know his voice and listen to him, the ones who have heard him before and he knows them and they know him. Sheep can tell who their shepherd is just by listening. They'll only follow the one who truly knows them. Well, friends, our shepherd Jesus knows us. And so, because he knows us and forgives us and loves us, we want to spend our time listening to his voice to make sure that we follow where he leads us. We want to avoid listening to false shepherds. And so, we're going to spend our time learning and listening to the voice of Jesus. And that starts with me, your pastor. Your pastor needs to give you Jesus' voice, not with harshness, but with the voice of the good shepherd Jesus as his under-shepherd, both in the Bible that I preach and in my actions of love so that you hear him from me and don't run away. You're going to listen to Jesus by opening up his word to hear his voice every day when your eyes open in the morning and when your eyes close at night. And as sheep, you're going to listen to Jesus as he calls you. And sometimes as he leads from the front, he's going to call you to scary and difficult sacrificial things 
so that you can show gospel charity and spread his message in the world. Back to Psalm 23. In pastures green he leadeth me the quiet waters by, goodness and mercy following me all the days of my life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. How cool! I want that. We need that. Jesus gives that. He wants to give life to you so that you may have it to the full. But remember how that gift happens. It doesn't happen just by osmosis. It doesn't happen by some windswept voice flowing randomly in the wind. The good shepherd had to know you. So he came into your world so that you could be in a relationship with him so that you could follow his voice and the word to heaven. Amen.